Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Evolving with Ellis podcast. I'm Katie Ellis, your beauty perfectionism, soul evolving coach. My soul's mission is to guide you in evolving beyond beauty perfectionism into soul connection so you can embrace your beauty, feel more than enough, and express yourself freely with bold authenticity. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. And if you're new, ah, I'm so excited to have you. It is, oh, what time is it? It is 7 a.m. for me right now. And I've been up since 3 a.m. Not because I woke up to do my routine or anything, but just because I'm fucking psychotic. (laughs) But no, seriously, I was getting so many downloads and I just had to take that time to assimilate what I was receiving and then channel it and like understand it to the point that I could record and um, you know in between I like took little breaks and stuff and just like lollygagged around (laughs) but yeah that's when I finally understood everything I was like okay I've got to make a podcast so that's why I'm up at this time and recording my voice may sound a little bit groggy I've been going crazy since 3 a.m sorry about it (laughs) but also I'm trying a new thing with my mic, so hopefully things come through more clear. So before we get into the topic, I had to take a big drink of water. (laughs) I want to mention that in my previous podcast episode, I believe episode 10, I don't know, it's the one right before this, I mentioned a free guide and I have it in the show notes in that one, but I also am going to put it here. It's called Focus Over Fear. And I just wanted to remind you guys that I have that also because it kind of aligns with this topic today. Like this could be an additional tool to help you. So what was I going crazy about this morning though? Like what is this topic about? We're talking about self-doubt today. And there's so many things that I could say about self-doubt, but I actually want to talk on this one particular aspect and give this perspective to you because I find it just so like, oh, just, mind blown and it's gonna sound probably like so simple when I explain it but uh (laughs) I was so amazed let me tell you how this came about I deal with I I don't want to say hypoglycemia because I haven't been to the doctor in years but the last time that I went I was told that I have complications with my blood pressure and it messes with my glucose levels doesn't necessarily mean that I'm hypoglycemic but then again I don't know because I have not been to the doctor point is I have drops in my glucose levels and there will be moments where I feel very like just out of out of my normal state of consciousness I get super shaky I get like super like cold sweats and lower breathing kind of and it's just a kind of like a confusing state for me I get dizzy and also I am like in search of something sweet or something like first thing I think is like okay I need water and then I'm like okay I need something sweet Uh, my doctor used to tell me when I did go years and years ago uh, to eat a banana so I'll eat a banana or peanut butter or just juice something sweet you know and when I do that uh, like immediately it happens instantaneously like I just feel so satiated and it's like a relieving feeling like (laughs) eyes in the back of your head type of shit. Like I'm just like, 
thank you. Like, yes, like I needed that. Like my body needed that. Anyways, um, I digress a little bit too much on that part, but point is I was going through that experience. I was having that feeling. And in that moment, I got a lot of downloads though. And that's the first time that's ever happened to me. Like it was equivalent to, and this is where I'm going to go ahead and start sharing like (laughs) the similarities. It's going to sound so weird at first, but just bear with me. It reminded me of moments of being intoxicated. And if you've been intoxicated before, you know what I'm talking about you know, you know the feeling and it can be trippy. Um, and I'm more so speaking of intoxication by alcohol, but I noticed resemblances between that moment. And it was weird because I'm never usually like super conscious of that state or I'm, I'm never super conscious in that state. I'm more so focused on just getting what I need, like getting that sugar, getting that, like drinking some water to replenish, like just focused on what I need. But in this moment, I was like, I took this moment of like consciousness and I was just sitting there like kind of spaced out and sitting with that confusion kind of that I had. And I received a lot of downloads that I wasn't fully understanding, but things were coming to me and I was just trying to like remember them and put them together. And I rushed and got my notes and was like jotting down everything that was coming to me. Um, But what was coming up was self-doubt, self-doubt and Well, I'll save this next part for a little bit later. (laughs) I'll save the juiciness for later. And before I like continue on, because it'll get too confusing, I just want to say that there's a huge relation between beauty perfectionists and self-doubt. I mean, that's the main thing that we do, right? If you are ever experiencing beauty perfectionism, if you are struggling with loving yourself, if you are struggling with connecting with your body and seeing it as beautiful if you struggle with facing flaws and believing in yourself that you are worthy there's a level of self-doubt in there because you are perfecting you are being a perfectionist for a reason because you have a fear that you aren't good enough you doubt your capabilities you doubt your worth you doubt yourself period so let me explain how I came to this conclusion of self-doubt and how it intertwines with my glucose level story and intoxication and all this stuff, right? (laughs) So the similarities between intoxication, the low glucose, and self-doubt is that fight or flight response that is there. Now, just disclaimer, all of this interpretation is just my personal perspective and what I gathered from these downloads and there are some differentiations between like there's there's a spectrum like on one side you have the intoxication (laughs) example and then on the other side you have the glucose example but it all still intertwines and to explain how they're on different spectrums is that when you are experiencing like I was saying like the glucose level thing you have a drop in your blood sugar levels and that triggers the release of the fight or flight. Now, on the other side of the spectrum with intoxication, typically from what I know at least, that can happen after. Like a lot of people talk about it when they have like hangovers and stuff that they get more anxiety because when you're intoxicated, you know, by alcohol 
um, is what I'm speaking of, you're more relaxed. But afterwards, more towards the hangover, I believe you are more susceptible to that fight or flight response, getting that anxiety um, because things are shifting. You're not intoxicated by the alcohol anymore. You're not as relaxed. The science behind it, you can research. (laughs) But the similarity between it all is mainly that confusion. And confusion has a root of mingled together. That is the root meaning, is to mingle together. It's where it kind of, the origin, where it came from. So if you think about it, everything is mingled together in one. And you are more connected to that oneness when you are in these states. Bear with me. <laughs> like the androgynous nature of the universe that doesn't make sense to the rational minds can only be felt in this state. Like you can't interpret it to the rational mind. You can only feel it. And in these states, you are more sensitive and aware from a body standpoint. You can feel more. You feel energy more. It's like a drop in consciousness where your energetic self expands. Whether that be being relaxed and more careless of how others see you or being more primitively receptive and aware of energy to like find solution to the fight or flight response like whatever you're in fight or flight about you're more receptive to finding a solution or like getting what you need like I was saying with the hypoglycemia or just the low glucose level thing whatever I'm experiencing (laughs) my body is like going towards what it needs you know just primitively I'm in a very primitive state and kind of intoxication by alcohol you're in a more primitive state as well even though it's relaxed it's on a different spectrum it's not rushing for safety necessarily it's just relaxed in being Um, it's a drop of your consciousness where you care less of what others think and also (laughs) when you think about it when you're intoxicated by alcohol I keep on mentioning that because I I'm specifically speaking on that energy because I feel like other intoxications are different because they are. Anyways, so you know how like you can be talking to somebody and you're just like, you're just connected to energy. Your energy is more expansive. You're more doing what you want. You care less about what others think. And there's been moments for me at least, and maybe you can relate to it, where I'll be talking to somebody and like I feel their energy and I'm just like, yeah, I feel you. You know, like you're in that state and you're just like, I feel you. Yeah feels <laughs> or you do get more connected to your feelings speaking of the feels right like you get more emotional sometimes because you are more in touch with your sensations more feeling more energetic connection like i was saying that energetic self expands and you are more connected to the energy of feeling and you're more open to explore and be curious and in that same way, with self-doubt, when you are confused, that, that happens a lot. When you're in self-doubt, typically you're in fight or flight. You're not relaxed, right? So we can relate this more to like the glucose level thing. If you want to still carry on the example of that, you are trying to like find a solution because you are fearful due to whatever limiting beliefs that you have. And you probably even go on to question all parts of yourself. I know that's happened for me. Like when I start doubting myself, 
all parts of my existence begin to not make sense to me and I'm like am I doing this right am I doing that right oh my god am I am I good enough or what did that person think about me you just start questioning everything and you may even feel lost in who you are and who you want to be your purpose you may start even having that kind of disassemble and you may start becoming fearful with your life everything in general and your sense of self may scatter because well you're you're doubting it <laughs> that's why you are doubting it you're like is this right or is it wrong am i good enough or am i not how can i improve are others seeing me in a good light i don't think i look good i could do better which side note self doubt can even turn into criticism and self hate because you're not feeling confident or believing or trusting that you are right where you're supposed to be right where you are supposed to be right in where you are how you are you're fearing that you're not right you're not good you're not enough and everything is mingled together and you're in the energy of i don't know which is equivalent to that lack vibration that i always talk about in all my podcast episodes and you retreat to those limiting beliefs because subconsciously that is where your sense of self has been familiar with it's what you know you are familiar with i can't do this or i can't do that i need help i need validation you become a victim in this state and with this state of self-doubt it's an enabler to just self-sabotage because you are subconsciously committed to this lack of vibration that holds the frequencies of all of those limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. All of those negative perspectives, everything. It's vibrating at that frequency and you are just committed to that and that creates just this disarray of emotions, this confusion and this continuation, this perpetuation of this self-doubt not believing in self and just self-sabotage <laughs> and you're telling yourself that you can't and you're hiding away from being seen vulnerably you're making excuses as to why you can't fully express yourself all of that's much easier than just being confident because it's what you're used to but going back to the examples of the intoxication, the low glucose, fight or flight, and comparing it to self-doubt. As I said, being in these states with similarities of confusion, the mingled togetherness, everything is just like, like, ah, like you feel it all at once. You feel everything all at once, but you just usually can't interpret it. You know, you're not paying attention to interpret it. You're just caught up in it. Typically. I mean, some people may experience differently but typically we get caught up in those feelings and the experience so our feeling connection is kind of overlooked that may sound confusing but <laughs> we get caught up in the feelings in the sense that we're like ah rather than actually open and receptive to feeling and exploring it we're more just like letting those emotions and those feelings take over us rather than us taking over it or controlling it or looking into it with love and compassion we're we're typically just not in that focus to do that but 
you're in a state of consciousness that is more capable to receive energy through feeling and you can expand more and get more of what aligns with you if you can tune and tap in. Narrowing it down to self-doubt though, just for sake of simplicity and also because I am not telling you to go get intoxicated or drop some glucose levels to connect to this state of consciousness, (laughs) but seriously, speaking more on self-doubt to move into some evolving tips. When I was feeling this way and explored its connection to self-doubt, the main download that I received is that in this moment, you have the power to create. You have the choice to transform, the chance to integrate anew. Just feel, just feel. If you think about it, typically when you are confused, you are believing that you are missing something, so you are searching for it. In self-doubt, you feel lost with no clarity in yourself. You turn outward to search because you have the desire for more. You desire to expand and align into more of your truth, but you have some limiting beliefs and negative perspectives that are still within your being that lack vibration that all of these frequencies are within, you're still connected to that. And so it's resistant to all of those desires. So you're caught up in this confusion. It's it's kind of like resistance. I mean, it is resistance. You're resistant towards what you want. And self-doubt is a huge part of that. But really in this confusion, you can connect to the truth of the answers being within, within you. You have the power to feel that. And I mean, why not? Like, if everything is mingled together and you can't make sense of it anyways, why add more stress onto yourself? You know when you start doubting yourself and you start panicking and you start just searching for answers, you know, you start going crazy and just like, I need to find, I need to figure this out. I need to figure this out. It just adds more stress. Or you just start doubting yourself and you just go into a spiral of anxiety. That doesn't help. It doesn't help at all to try to explore that or try to figure it out because it's just a loop and you're not going to figure it out at the moment. So just feel, just feel through it. You are not lost or a mess. You are just discovering your beauty. And also with self-doubt, if you want to play wordplay, because that makes me fickle. (laughs) Really, you are fearing the power you have in yourself. Subconsciously, You have identified with that lack vibration of limiting beliefs, negative perspectives of yourself, that I can't, I'm not good enough, the victim mentality. So embracing your power and your full potential, it's scary. It's so scary. But it's okay. It's okay that we go through these like buffer phases of self-doubt because it gives us a chance to load and discover regenerate and prepare to hold that totality of our wholeness to hold that full potential embrace that full power and just boom exude it out it's an opportunity of change in these phases of self-doubt and with that said what if you use this confusion and the state of consciousness that occurs in self-doubt with your present awareness because you have the power to see beyond the primitive 
reaction like the fight or flight, the stress and essentially fear, you have the power to no longer be the victim, rather the victor, which is believing in yourself and the control that you have over your life, even through adversity, even through the flaws. You have the power within yourself to observe your body and feel and connect in. So the next time that you have self-doubt and you feel lost and confused with yourself and your beauty, your worthiness, your ability to express freely and flow with adversity, I want you to use these evolving steps instead of getting wrapped up in all of that. Okay, so number one, feel. This is how you connect to your power within, that full potential. Notice your sensations. Consciously identify them. Like, okay, I feel my body having some tingling. I feel my body stress out a little bit. Just feel and acknowledge that. Allow yourself to feel the emotions, the energy that is in motion And be aware of how it's connecting with your surroundings. Like, example, if you are experiencing self-doubt about what you want to do and who you want to be, and you're doubting if you can or not, you're doubting that you can do it (laughs) and be who you want to be. I want you to feel the sensations in your body in that moment. And then allow whatever emotions you have to come up. Now, let's say that you're in your room and you're looking in the mirror during this. Pay attention to what you are looking at surrounding you. And in this example, we'll say that you are looking at your reflection and you're blaming yourself and you're saying that you can't do what you want because of how you look. Maybe you then look around your room and you start seeing clothes everywhere and just your room is a mess. And you start feeling a mess. And it just adds on to this self-doubt. And you're like, see, I can't do, I can't be who I want to be and do what I want because it's just, it's an accumulation of just all this ickiness. It's just all piled up and there's no way that I can clear all of it up and get to the center core of who I want to be. And I just have too much piled on top of me. I just, I can't now. I just can't. It just puts you in that spiral. But notice all of that as you're experiencing it, as that spiral is going on. Just be aware. Feel. Number two, acknowledge what you are doing as if you were talking to someone with compassion. This is a great way to engage with your inner child. So you can even talk to yourself kindly as you would a child. Maybe more simplistically. Maybe not so complex and being so hard on yourself. So let's say going back to that example like you're looking in the mirror and you're hating on yourself and be like i acknowledge that you're feeling this way like if i'm talking to myself you know i'll look in the mirror and be like "Mm, wow like i really understand that you are feeling so stressed out about this katie i know that you see yourself as ugly i know that you are doubting your fullest potential right now I know, I know this room looks like a mess. I know you feel like you can't do it. I acknowledge you, I feel you, I hear you, I see you. Do that with yourself. Be gentle with yourself as you do it as well. (laughs) It's really important. Number three, 
ask yourself why you were having this self-doubt. And actually, this would be a really good time to like sit down and do a journal prompt if you can, or even if you just grab your phone to type it in the notes, or you can just explore in your head, but I really suggest you get that energy out onto paper or something else so that it can reflect back to you. So ask yourself why you were having this self-doubt, and then ask your soul what it desires. What does your soul desire? What are you desiring in this moment? What is it that you are wanting and that you are needing right now? And you can further move on to get a little bit more detailed with what you need, like in this particular moment. Maybe it's even just as simple as, I need to get a drink of water. And I always bring up water because that's me and that's what I always do and need. (laughs) Like when I'm stressed out, I'm like, okay, I need some water. When I'm upset with myself, I'm like, okay, I need some water. Like, We are, what, 75% water? People say different things, but I'm pretty sure we're 75% water. And yeah, we need water to just rejuvenate ourselves, okay? But (laughs) anyways, um, yeah, it could be super simple, but ask yourself what you need. And then ask yourself, what can I do right now? What can I do right now? And that's where your focus goes. Your, your focus is engaged throughout all of this. But at this point, what can I do right now? Instead of focusing on the, ah, the fear, the confusion, I don't know what to do, I'm doubting myself, all this. What can I do right now? Number four, affirm to yourself that you are doing exactly what you are meant to right now. And you are guided in connection with your soul. This helps you connect more with your soul, that energetic realm that you are in. Realm, realm. (laughs) I don't know if I I said that weird, I think. But it connects you to that. And it helps you develop more compassion with yourself. Helps you take action more. And it helps you to reassure yourself. And also just some extra tips moving forward, even if you move out of this self-doubt, even when you do move out of the self-doubt, follow your feeling and just honor it with action and be more bold in your expression. Say things with more conviction, do things because you want to allow yourself to live with less limits because you are going to learn what is best for you. Regardless, no matter the situation, you're going to figure out what is in your highest good, whether it goes wrong or whether it goes bad or what, (laughs) whether it goes wrong or whether it goes right. (laughs) But you cannot limit yourself and expect yourself to expand. And being a beauty perfectionist, you may think that all of this overthinking and self-doubt is preventing you from being seen as less than or looking stupid or being embarrassed, but all it does is limit you. So embrace your beauty with no limits. Embrace your light. Embrace what you have to offer to the world. Express yourself in who you are. That is the best offering that there is, is being your full self. Because in doing that, you clear up so many distortions in the world. So many limits and standards that have been created. So many expectations that are so irrational and created from such a negative place. You share your power with the world and it comes from a place of love and light. 
and it exudes that to other people and it elevates your vibe and your frequency and your life experience as well as others. Doing all of this, all of those evolving tips and just everything that I've mentioned in this podcast builds trust, which is the root of confidence, but that's for another podcast episode. (laughs) But when you have more confidence in yourself, you believe more in your ability to be in your fullest potential, no matter the phase, no matter whether you think it's bad, no matter whether you think that you're ugly or you're not good enough, or you're going through a funky phase at the time, whatever, no matter the phase, you are confident and instilled with integrity you are connected to that worthiness and that means that you don't let adversity or flaws define you or your worthiness you express yourself fully and there is no room for self-doubt or perfectionism for that matter because you are enough there are no missing pieces and you are bold in that knowing the confusion is just a chance for you to explore more of what you need, more of what you desire, what you want, and more of what you can do to create change for yourself. 555, five, five, that came to my mind. 555 <laughs> five, five is a big symbolism of change for me. Just to digress a little bit, fun little story. Uh, the first time that I noticed 555 five, five, and it had like a major shift in my life was in 2019. I was about to move and it was the morning before I got on my flight to move to a different state and it was 555. And uh, in that moment, I acknowledged, I just received the download that it meant change and yeah. And ever since then, 555 has kind of been like a like scary number for me, but it's really not. It's beautiful. Um, It's just that shift, which can be scary to our egoic mind, but that's the point is that in this confusion, it may be scary. In this self-doubt that you're having, you may not consciously know your truth or know the next step or know the next path to take or you may just not believe in yourself at all and just may be so disconnected from what you want, what you desire with yourself and you just don't even think that you can get what you want. But like I said, that's okay. It's just an opportunity for you to change and create a new And you can do that by following those evolving steps and focusing, being presently aware and just feeling, just feel. Feeling has helped me out so much. It's the number one thing that helped me in my journey. It's allowing myself to feel. So I could just go on and on and just circulate and (laughs) I could go on. I feel like I want to, but I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) I think I'm good though. I think I've expressed expressed it fully enough to you guys so let me know how this resonates with you you can find me on all platforms at evolving with ellis and if you love this podcast episode please 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 give me a review and rate the podcast that is what helps me continue to spread information to you guys and expand the collective consciousness as well so It would make my day so, so much. And it just helps me engage with you guys too. Just like knowing if this all is resonating with you. So yes, leave me a review, a rating. If you totally love it, oh, it'll make my day. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.